0: On today's Smart 7, the G20 takes place in New Delhi, rescue efforts continue after Moroccan quake, and lots more. It's Monday 11th of September, it's Hot Cross Fun Day, and happy birthday Richard Ashcroft. The Smart 7. It's news, but not funny. World leaders gathered in New Delhi this weekend for the 18th annual G20 summit. Saturday brought the announcement of a new rail and ports deal linking India with the Middle East and Europe, which it's hoped will advance trade between the regions. It also saw the African Union offered a permanent seat in the G20, giving them the same status as the European Union. Indian PM Narendra Modri, who chaired the summit, made the announcement. With the consent of all of you, before starting further action, I invite the President of African Union to take your place as a permanent member of G20. Sunday saw Modi meet with British PM Rishi Sunak to discuss progress on a UK-India trade deal, but international business lecturer at King's College, Dr Kamini Gupta, says any major advancements probably won't happen anytime soon. We know that the trade deal with India was this promised thing that comes out of departing from the EU now we get to make these relationships on our own. This is something that both countries would like to do. And Ukraine was left disappointed by a weak declaration which failed to condemn Russia's invasion. Dr. Ronald Jensen is a senior advisor for Russia and Europe at the U.S. Institute of Peace. It's pretty wishy-washy. and I personally would say that the declaration has been watered down from what they passed a year ago. Now, there are understandable reasons for that. This G20 includes countries of very, very different foreign policies. But I think the Russians in particular can walk away with this feeling it's good enough to sustain their international diplomatic efforts. After 75 hours on the run from Wandsworth Prison, escaped terror suspect Daniel Khalif was captured by police on Saturday and taken back into custody. He was pulled off a pushbike and arrested by a plain-clothed police officer on a towpath in North Holt following a three-day manhunt. PM Rishi Sunak says an investigation into the escape is ongoing. As people already know, the Justice Secretary has initiated... Uh, an inquiry into the circumstances of his escape and that work will continue but this is obviously very welcome news and again my thanks to the police but also to the public. Meanwhile Justice Secretary Alex Chalk says some other inmates have been moved out of Wandsworth jail as a precautionary measure. Additional resources have, of course gone into Wandsworth so there's additional uh, governor support a former governor with particular uh, expertise in security but also around 40 prisoners uh, have been moved to just while we get to the bottom of what took place. A UK parliamentary researcher has been arrested under the Official Secrets Act amid allegations he was spying for China. That's according to claims made by the Sunday Times this weekend. It's thought he has several ties to senior Tory MPs and that he was involved in international affairs issues. He was one of two men arrested under the act back in March. Tory MP Sir Ian Duncan-Smith says the UK is not taking the threat of Chinese espionage seriously enough. China has almost certainly got other people that are involved in all our institutions, by the way. I think we are deeply penetrated by the Chinese because of our ambivalent attitude towards them. And Labour's shadow business secretary, Jonathan Reynolds, says we need to be careful in handling our relationship with China. This is an extraordinary and an appalling story, but we should never treat China as any other country. It's a relationship that has to involve some confrontation, but also some cooperation. More than 2,000 people have been killed and many more injured after a 6.8 magnitude earthquake struck Morocco's capital city, Marrakesh, on Friday night. It's thought the worst of the destruction has happened in hard-to-reach mountain areas bordering the city, where rescuers have been struggling to pull bodies from the rubble. Tourist Mark Pritchard, who witnessed the earthquake, explains what he saw. We were woken in our sleep uh, by the earthquake and uh, it was pitch black because the power was out and the bedroom was... Jumping around the room and it was um, insanely hideously loud. It wasn't until the following morning when we could see a sense of the, the numbers involved, and um, it's uh, as you can all see, it's horrific. Still to come on the Smart Seven: the Spanish football chief finally quits, and Ashton and Mila apologise. Right after this. The Rugby World Cup kicked off in Paris this weekend with the first round of group games. Host France got off to a strong start, beating New Zealand 27-13, whilst Ireland destroyed Romania 82-8. England beat Argentina 27-10 and Scotland fell 18-3 to hold South Africa. Wales had a hard-fought win over Fiji and picked up a bonus point. The weekend also saw Spanish FA President Luis Rubiales finally offer his resignation after the non-consensual kiss at the World Cup. He was speaking to Piers Morgan in a clip from an interview to be aired on Tuesday. Meanwhile, British running legend Samo Farah finally hung up his trainers after finishing fourth in the Great North Run on Sunday morning. The four-time Olympic champion explains what his retirement means to him. All I know is running. And um, that's what made me happy for so many years. I wanted to end my career at the Olympics, and that was the moment for me. I, I imagine and thinking, this is it. But think didn't go quite a plan, and you move on. Actors Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis apologized this weekend for letters they wrote in support of their That '70s Show co-star and convicted rapist Daniel Masterton ahead of his sentencing last week. They claim the letters were intended only for the judge to read, but they faced heavy backlash, with many pointing out that Kutcher is the founder of an organization set up to tackle sex trafficking. The couple posted an apology video on Kutcher's Instagram page on Saturday. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim. Of sexual assault, sexual abuse only. Jamie Foxx is back and looking better than ever in his latest movie, The Burial, which will be released in cinemas and on Amazon Prime next month. It sees him take on the role of unconventional personal injury lawyer, Willie E. Gary, as he helps a bankrupt funeral homeowner take on a major funeral company. It's all based on a true story and also features Tommy Lee Jones and Journey Smollett among its star-studded cast. It's Willie Gary. Willie Gary. Willie Gary. William Gary. Never heard of him. What's so special about this guy, anyway? Who is this clown he's hired as a lawyer? What if I don't win and let all these people down? You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes we'll give you the world. Planning for your next trip?